Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tartan Tabletop Podcast. Scotland's most fergalicious D&D podcast. I know, right? Shaking that thing. Uh, Is that in honour of the recent birthday of 18th century poet Robert Ferguson? Yes, we'll say that. (laughs) Not Black Eyed Peas' own Fergie... Ferguson? Was there something? Ferguson. No idea. <laughs> I do. Is your domain Such Lauren. a good impression of her doing the cartwheel on the Good Morning America and singing. Well, this is a podcast, um, no, so no, we can't see the cartwheel. It's a vocal. Oh, it's a vocal impression. <laughs> yeah. Let's okay, go. Can we hear it? Have you guys heard it? This is going to be wasted <laughs> on you. I'm about, I'm about to hear it. <laughs> she goes, she's doing one-handed cartwheels holding the mic and she goes... So anyway, welcome to the podcast. Um, welcome uh, everybody who might be joining us from the Edinburgh Fringe. We are not long back now from our uh, very fun, very cool run there uh, at Gilded Balloon. We had a great time, so so thank you everyone that came along. Uh, if you've bothered to tune in, <laughs> so how are we? All? It's been about a. Uh, that's about two months now since we recorded a month, month and a half, two months. Um, far, far since longer. We far long. Podcast yeah, yeah. Episode it's all well, yeah, yeah. So how have we all been? <laughs> uh, not bad. Yeah. yeah, we loved being at the fringe. It was very fun. Uh, we were very, very sad that Sam wasn't there, but Sam is back now to do the podcast. Hello to all you new listeners. Y- you missed me in fringe, but I'm here now. He's here now, ladies and gentlemen, and very soon. He will be a married man indeed. Wow. Yes. At, at the time of recording this episode, we are three days away from the from my wedding. <gasps> so we're... By the time this episode comes out, you'll be married. Yes. Mental. It's yeah. crazy that this is still the best day of your life, getting to record here <laughs> get with us. Um, so, uh, last we had left off, we were uh, going through our little campaign, uh, The Lonely Cosmos, where our heroes find themselves trapped uh, out in space. Um, I have a little recap here uh, that I've prepared, not just for the audience and listeners, but for yourselves, uh, because after a very quick phone call, I learned that no one remembers what the fuck happened. That's incorrect. We remember everything. I think I'm some sort of, like, cowboy guy. I can't really... Maybe. Who knows? It's hard to tell. I made the jelly. You are made of jelly. I I remember that. I remember that. Something about bones. (laughs) Something about bones, the tagline for any good podcast. Um, So I'm going to do a little recap here for everyone, but if anyone would like to interject, if I miss anything here, if there's anything important, or if I get anything wrong, please uh, shut me down, tell me I'm being a fucking idiot. Our heroic cosmonauts find themselves adrift in a storm after being dragged into a vast, and violent cosmic tempest known as the river. River, river, river. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Dragged in by a god-like being made entirely of leviathan, inky black tentacles, they find themselves lost in an uncharted expanse of the universe with no way home as of yet. Gathering information from the few planets they've stopped on in their travels, they have come to realise that this tentacle beast and the river itself are somehow linked. The worlds that the storm absorbs within its forked lightning clouds and asteroid walls become isolated, cut off from anyone or anything around them. Any brave soul that would dare try to fly off world finding a grim and slimy end and I've written insert joke here about Niles' internet history. Um, 
Lazy writing, I know. It has been a while. <laughs> you have just left Robot London. Woo! What's all this then? I, I miss <laughs> Robot London. I've, I've, I've listened to the last episode before we started and I was very, very nostalgic about Robot London. We can go back. We've still got loads of Bitcoin to spend. A botcoin, botcoin, and no way are we affiliated <laughs> with the crypto market. <laughs> Is this podcast on the blockchain? There. I don't even know what that means. It's not. This what podcast is off the chain. Hey. Wow. There you go. Um, Robot London, uh, for any new listeners, uh, is a planet that's just entirely Victorian London, uh, but everyone is a robot. Um, it's weird, you wouldn't have got that from the name. You would not. No, that, it wasn't on the nose enough. Um, you spent some days there uh, sort of becoming their champion and earning yourselves a new ship, uh, a hot pink lunar schooner named the Bad Bitch. You blast through the stars with no real aim, following the pointed finger of a magical compass. Does anyone have anything they would like to add to that? Yeah, we killed a policeman. Uh, Ro killed a policeman and I helped. Um, I was framed. What else? Uh, yeah, we yeah we were framed. It wasn't our fault. Uh, we killed uh, the rat man. Uh, oh, the, yeah, because and the, the ninja turtles are. And, oh, uh, sorry. The, the, the legally distinct from the ninja turtles are after us because <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, those. Uh, yeah, those guys. Uh, what else? And if if any new listeners were wondering whether or not they should go back and listen, at least listen to the last episode we faced off against the disco dancing boogie villain. I forget his name. Hip thrust. Hip thrust. Yeah, it was like a Pacific Rim thing where we were inside. Yeah. Sorry, legally distinct from Pacific Rim. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. We were inside giant robots. It was great. Um, we're paying a lot of attention here to the, the new listeners. Old listeners. Boo, we hate them. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> what are you Nerds. doing fucking back here? We're beyond you now. Um, <laughs> above you. Sell out of fringe and they've got big boots now. That's it, bro. That's it leave don't return no thank you for your continuing support guys uh we've got some exciting things coming up uh, and we're glad that you've been along for the whole of the journey Ooh. um speaking of journeys are we ready to kick off with this one here uh, someone's phone buzzes on the table there sam sam speak to me after class lies and slander <laughs> not having any of it <laughs> Are we ready to get going? Is there anything that anyone would like to ask or discuss before we kick off? Ready to boogie. I am also ready to boogie. Lauren, ready to boogie? Yahoo! That's Sam? Yeah. Boogieing, ready. Nice. Yes. Swirling purple clouds of twinkling dust circle around crumbling rock and green forks of electric lightning. These Astral bodies tumble and sway in perfect rhythm moving up and down, many partners in a dance older than time itself. Asteroids, chunks of planets, long lost stories and secrets buried within the cracks and crevices of their jagged surface. The green electric glow emanating from these strange bolts of lightning but frozen in time unmoving their thunder long faded but still a gentle hum of power stored within them floating delicately among all of this a lunar schooner hot pink and the bad bitch emblazoned on her side our heroic 
cosmonauts have not seen land for well over a month now, drifting endlessly through this empty wasteland of stars. Their supplies are low, along with their fuel, as they follow this previously mentioned magic compass as Dio leading them in what's felt like an endless straight line. We make our way into the ship's air pocket. It resembles a sort of old sailing ship, um, but a little more metallic and sturdy. A large, uh, sort of like bubble, like one you would blow out of the wee uh, containers you'd get as a kid. Um, that covers the entirety of its outside, acting as its air pocket uh, over its high masts and curved hull. Um, let's use this opportunity to revisit our characters, our motley crew here, um, and remind sort of our old listeners and, and introduce the new listeners to, to what's going on. Um, you could even tell us how you look after a month adrift. So I'm going to make a little roll here and just see what direction we go here. Uh, Braxton. Uh, yeah, so Braxton uh, previously was a purple-skinned elf man. He had slick back, graying dark hair. He had a moustache. He had a bit of stubble to go along with that moustache. Braxton is a creature of habit. Nothing has changed. He's in the exact same clothes he was in when we started. He's got his sort of like uh, pieced together sort of techno armor. Uh, none of the bits match, but he's feeling good about that. He doesn't mind. It's, it's protecting him. He has a cowboy hat which he picked up in Robot London. That's the only thing he's added to his wardrobe in the past forty years, uh, and he doesn't intend to change now. Looks exactly the same. How have you been spending your time here on the ship, Braxton, as it sort of floated through space? He's taken up baking. Excellent. Fantastic. <laughs> cool. <It's> quarantine. <laughs> I guess first roll of the day, uh, if you could roll me a d20 for a sourdough check. 18. Fucking magnificent. Yeah. Uh, the only other person with taste buds on this ship is, uh, um, is Sky. So I'm going to ask Sky. Hey, Sky, uh, how about you try some of my sourdough? I, I gotta say, this is a particularly magnificent batch. Well, by now, I'm imagining that this is quite early on. This is like day one of baking, and it's. Oh, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty uh, good. I rolled a fucking 18. This is a magnificent <laughs> sourdough, Samuel, and you will react as thus. Sky has tasted a lot of sourdough in his life, and this is like. <laughs> oh Posh my boy. god! Braxton, this is the best sourdough I think I've ever had in my whole life. Thank you, Sky. Thank you, that means a lot. That segues well, Sky, if you would like to describe your character and sort of go over what's changed for you over the month. So Sky's a, a little bit more youthful, a bit of the, the younger, headstrong kid in the, the group, uh, and he's kind of always been garbed in sort of novice apprentice gear and armour and leather kind of stuff. Uh, but as the as the months of, well, we've not been marooned, but we're kind of a little bit lost out in space, has been going on and on and on, he's maybe got started to get a little bit more tattered He's torn off some strips of fabric and he's tied them around his head and his arms, like headbands and armbands. Maybe once or once in a while, people bump into him, just rocking himself back and forth in a corner, talking to himself. And he found a he found a space volleyball, which is not unlike an Earth volleyball. What's <laughs> space about it? Does that have rings? It's <laughs> got a moon orbit in it. Yeah, it's got a little, little pain thing of like a little spaceship and a little planet on the side. And uh, he's kind of torn off the top and uh, painted with with an unknown substance, a little face on the front, which he keeps very close to him at all times. 
I just love the idea that like you've encountered like no combat really, like nothing hard's happened, but you've just been ripping pieces of your clothes off <laughs> and just like tying them to your body. Um, why Gotta you be prepared. Yeah. Gotta be prepared. They could come anytime, couldn't they, Jorge? Yes, Jorge. Yes, they could. I should speak to Jorge. Roll me a, a perception check. That's a natural 20. Whoa. <laughs> you turn to Jorge. He's been silent this whole time, but you've kept you've kept at it. You've kept talking to him, knowing that one day maybe he will bless you with this outspaced volleyball wisdom uh, that he might contain within his leathery, leathery, leathery skin. Um, on a nat 20, fuck. Um, you turn to your friend and he says, uh, Well, I don't know, Sky. But you haven't been bouncing me much lately. <laughs> you don't want to know what happens when you haven't been bouncing your ball. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jorge, if I bounce you, I might hurt you in the face. <coughs> Have you considered for a moment, Sky? <laughs> that perhaps I like it. More bouncing. More bouncing, Jorge. That's it. More bouncing. And then All we'll get of out the of this bouncing, mess. Sky. All of it. And with that, we're going to cut away to another member of our crew. Ro, if you would like to please describe your character and tell us what's changed for you in the last month. Um, she is a robot. Don't know if you guys remember, so not a lot has changed, but <laughs> she did impulsively, like, one night give herself bangs that's just, like, wires that she chopped and they're, like, halfway down her forehead. Um, so far as what she's been up to... She has a lot of um, footage stored from this whole fiasco that we've been on. Um, there's been like several connections between like there was like a project Icarus mentioned, and then that whole hip thrust thing. He had like a sort of origin story moment. She's been like replaying that back. Um, she also has been listening to the Guts album, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's found a lot of um, you know like solace and angst in that. I. Love the the image of like Ro like below deck, like a fucking true true crime podcast girly, like pouring over the evidence, listening to guts. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, roll me uh just roll me a, a D twenty. We'll call it a style check to see how well you've done your bangs. What can I add? <laughs> you can add your charisma to that. Five. Five total. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl. 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 <laughs> not, oh. She was doing it while she was crying to get him back by Olivia. Ro, they look fantastic. Oh, that's terrible thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you are sort of sitting downstairs, sort of pouring over uh, your bangs and sort of um, trying to salvage any of that, um, Petey walks in. Uh, Petey, if you could please describe your character and tell us what's changed for you. So, Petey, throughout the month, has, uh, what was it, month or months? How long have we been floating? about here. I think I've said both over the course yeah. of this. Let's say uh, definitely over a month and then you all stopped counting. <laughs> um, PT, uh, he had a bit of a kind of a, a growth period after um, he left Robot London. Uh, he kind of got a bit down. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, that kind of series of episodes in The Sopranos where Tony Soprano is really, really ill. He's got food poisoning. <laughs> That was just Petey for a wee while. Uh, turns out uh, he was vilely, magically allergic to the milk that was coming out of his alchemy jug that he kept drinking. Uh, that's all that was. But then he, he was like, yeah, I gotta get better, I gotta get healthier. 
So um, Petey took up jogging and uh, he started running around the ship. Um, for context, Petey is a big green goo man, uh, dead stretchy and shit. He's fantastic. He loves to like lie flat like a big rug. Um, <laughs> not going to give you any more context on that. Uh, so he started like jogging around the ship trying to get healthy and uh, he kind of took off his three-piece kind of gangster-esque suit. Uh, holstered his, his pistols and hung up the holster, and uh, he took up a little. He took up a musical instrument as well. Fantastic! So he's he's, uh, he's going to come in and he's going to be in some really short shorts. They're not even shorts; it's just a thong. Really short shorts <laughs> and uh, kind of like a white vest with a big silver chain. And bro, uh, oh, oh fuck your bags! <laughs> <laughs> You look great. That is a terrible thing to say. No, I mean, like, like you... Oh, fuck. Slay, queen! <laughs> Better. I can accept this. Oh, I, I uh, yeah. You know, oh, oh. what are you looking at, here? What's going on? What are you looking at? Am I looking at anything? <laughs> um, you tell me, uh, are you are you looking over the sort of uh, videos and files that you'd said previously, the kind of recordings? This guy, yeah, okay. And like my eyes are rolled back in my head and I'm playing all the footage. <laughs> oh, back. so you can't show me, I'll just stand and watch you while you um alright. Uh hey, I've been uh you know, Braxton's been cooking a lot of bread. Um I've been trying to make butter. I've been churning a fuck ton of butter. Y- you know how to make butter? I I just been mashing it. I don't know like how the fuck you make butter. I can't say I do. Would you like to express this wisdom to me? I don't know how to fucking do it. It's not working. I keep, I keep getting very, very sick. And, uh, I, you know, Braxton's making some very good fucking bread. I don't know. Uh, you know, like, I don't eat per se. I just kind of put it in my mouth and it kind of dissolves. You know, I can put it in my hands. You know, Are we going to do a ship bake-off? Butter versus bread? Holy fuck. The best butter, the best bread come together. We all have a feast. I, I walk in at this moment and say... Petey, I don't mind you eating the bread. I mean, that's fine. That's why I'm making it. But when you cut it, can you put on gloves or something? Because every other slice is then covered in goo. And you know, I, I know you don't do it on purpose, but I don't want goo on my bread. I, no, I, I apologize. It's good fucking bread, you know? And I know you're thinking, like, you eat your bread, you're like, oh, what, what the fuck? There's the goo. You know, this isn't jam preserve. This is, this is green. <laughs> this is fucked. I only made that mistake once. Also, while we're on the subject of goo, when you're running, can you wear shoes? I mean, the noise alone, the... <laughs> That's one thing, right? But leaving little goo prints all over the... I gotta mop that up, but you're not mopping I know you're not gonna mop it up, so just wear shoes. I wear got, shoes. I've got my thong. I've got my vest. He's on his hot girl walk. All right, I'm enjoying my time here. Do you know how long I've been working on my quads? So long. I don't even have fucking quads. I'm working on them, baby. I am, I am trying to get... Buff, and it's just, it's not happening. You're a fluid. You can just move your body to be quads. If you can be a, a whole... Hey, I'm not taking any shortcuts, all right? I'm not just going to morph into a big muscly right. motherfucker. Look, while the three of us are here, what the fuck is going on with Sky? He has gotten real weird. He keeps calling his tennis ball or whatever it is, Jorge. Yeah, it's kinda, it's kind of fucked, man. I, uh, where is he now? I, I Can I roll a perception check to see if I know where he is? You guys just hear the faint noises of rhythmic bouncing on the floor above. He's getting to that age. <laughs> what? What? Isn't he like? Is he not like nineteen or something? I, 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 I'm. I'm 
never know, asked I him. I don't know about you humans. Uh, not you humans, sorry, but you humanoids when you start, you know, fucking. But, like. I know. think he's. I don't know. Is he fucked? Let me run an analysis. <laughs> Fuck analysis. <laughs> um, are you heading down this guy? The rhythmic bouncing stops. You a, broke his rhythm. <laughs> there's a there's a couple of moments. Eventually, the footsteps come along the corridor. Sky's head pops around the door. Jorge in under his arm. Just hey. looks totally chill, just like, hey guys, what's up? Hey, son. Do you fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. But uh, we were wondering, you know, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing great, Bellman. How are you? Good, good. Would you like some bread? Oh, you know I love your bread. Since yeah. the very you first day you butter? made that bread. How long have we had butter? Well, Petey's trying to make butter. I'm not sure how that's going. It's kind of more like cottage cheese bread at this point. And butter. Jorge, did you hear this? We have bread and butter now. We're not going to starve. We're not going to starve, are we, Jorge? If you take our only resources and feed them to your volleyball, we will have a falling out. What's a volleyball? Right. Petey, can I speak to you in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the kitchen. Um, as you guys move, uh, the kitchen is literally just an offset of this room. This is a large open plan room. Half of it's sort of like 70s sunken living room vibes. And the other half is like a kitchen with like a large picnic bench. So you guys just take like 10 Josh steps. Josh is describing his dream gaff. That's yeah. literally my dream home. I thought if I can't have it in fucking real life, I'm going to have it in imaginary life. Um, you guys take like 10 paces into the kitchen area. I'm going to uh, take off my... I'm going to look at them. Don't worry. I'm just taking off my shirt, not the dong. Um, I'm going to take off... <laughs> not the dong. <laughs> <laughs> not the dong. I'm going to take off the vest and kind of, not touching him, but I'm just going to envelop around him. To I fucking circle. hate when you do and this, lady. A, a flat face within like a big massive circular dome. Like, Serious FOMO right now. My face is going to emerge on the outside of the dome. You want in? Yeah, I'll get in the dome. Do we have to do this every time? You know, the dome is like a circle of trust, you know? You sit in the dome and we talk. We talk you're a dome. wanted career criminal and I've got a warrant out for your arrest. The circle of trust is, I'm getting in the dome. Get in the dome. Get in my dome. Come here. Come here. Right. What do you want to talk about? Should we burst the volleyball? I think if we burst the volleyball, we burst the kid. Maybe the kid needs bursting. You want me to burst the kid? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we get rid of Jorge, you know, maybe, maybe. Right, all I'm thinking is, um, now I'm just a simple goo man. Yeah. But I think that, uh, what's the ball's name? Jorge. Jorge. You know, listening. I, I think Jorge is, uh, I think he's a symptom of a larger fucking problem that this guy has lost the proverbial marbles. You know what I mean? The, the gone. They fell off the boat. They rolled off the side. I think uh, a little bit of animal therapy would be good. I think... We're lost in space. I got Meadow. Is Meadow an animal or a robot? Well, I think she's an animal. She, uh... What would you... You know, she's, uh... She requires comfort. She requires being looked after. And sometimes looking after a person is good for fixing your problems, you know? Josh, what is the current state of our, uh, 
semi-robot, semi-organic pterodactyl meadow uh, that game. we forgot to mention during yeah. the recap. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a big bub. I'm going to make a little roll to see what the current state of meadow is. Um, meadow, um, so you remember from the last episode, meadow is sort of rapidly aging almost. The sort of um, organic parts yeah. of her are of an advanced age um, she's holding up okay she's not like improving in any way but she hasn't worsened considerably she's sort of um, she doesn't need to breathe air so every now and then she'll sort of fly kind of like a, a, a stray like a cat you know like not a, yeah. what's the opposite of a house cat like an outdoors cat yeah. a feral beast <laughs> <laughs> like uh, sometimes she'll go away and fly around and then come back like two days later um, you don't know if she's here she usually perches up in the crow's nest of one of the masts well, you know like it's an option. It's something that we can do for the kid. I, uh... I think we should maybe... talk to him before we... fuck up this ball. You know? Like, like, don't get me fucking wrong. You want me to burst some balls? I'll burst some balls. I'm familiar. I know you're capable of bursting the balls. Yeah, like, like, like I got warrants out for from at least ten planets purely for ball-based crimes. Yeah. I've done a lot of things to a lot of balls. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Bro, get out of here. We're having a proud meeting <laughs> in this, in this dome. I'm like stuck with Sky <laughs> this volleyball. Slapped your head through. Sky, if you could roll me an insight check while you're out here. Um, Eleven. Sky? Sky, it is me, Jorge. Yeah, what's... Sorry, Ro, just be two seconds here. (laughs) What's up, Jorge? They would take me away from you, Sky. (laughs) They would separate what we have and all of the bounds. Who would? What do you think? There's three other people on the street. Be more specific. The the, the man, the ghoul person, is making a dome of his body. They wouldn't. They would. They're our friends. Petey and the Bellman. They're jealous of us, Sky. They would bounce me as you bounce me. <laughs> they would like to bounce me very hard. I can't blame them there, but but they're honest, you know. Bellman's been honest since the day we met him, and you know Petey's been getting better, getting better. So he has. He's been jogging. It's good for his health. Ring around the rosy, does he go? <laughs> <laughs> there are things that they are not telling you, Sky. Your pretty little mind and pretty little mouth. <laughs> Flatter me already. <laughs> but I trust them. They're they're good. They're our friends. They're our friends. We're gonna stab the ball. Stab the ball. Fast. And then we need to throw it out into deep space so that he doesn't find the evidence. But maybe we should like fill the ball with like cement. You know? So that like when you throw it into space it sinks. I thought you were from space. I'm from planets. I don't fucking That's float not about how it. You you've been you 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 travel between that's not how space works. What's wrong with you? What? Like, like, I thought space, like, had gravity still. Why did you think that? I don't know. I'm used to fucking gravity. I'm not... Listen to me, right? Let's not argue. We have a common goal up in this motherfucker. Use right? meadow to distract the kid. We burst the ball. Yeah, but we gotta think about the kid's health as well. Because this kid is a powerful little guy. And I don't want to be, you know, lying in my bed, you know, having sleepy beady time. And... Then he's like, Kablamo! And I'm like, dead. And I'm like, I'm fucked, you know? I don't want that. You call it sleepy peaty time? Yes, what do you call it? 
but, but I, 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 this is uh, how I, hey, listen, listen. We have been in a confined environment for a certain amount of unspecified days. We're at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. When we take this anger, this aggression, we take it out on that fucking ball. Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm gonna, punch, I'm gonna kick the ball. Wait, let, what, should we tell Ro? Ro! I'm gonna, um. <laughs> Put your face on the outside of the dome. <laughs> Put your face back on the outside of the dome. Like, Come here! What? Come inside my dome! What was I saying the whole time that Sky was like shouting at the ball? <laughs> You're probably used to it by now, right? <laughs> I like to think you're just sitting in just sheer judgment, just like uh, just staring them down. Bro, I'm sorry about Jorge. Don't tell them about this, okay? It's, it's all fine. It's fine. I trust you guys. You're my friends. We're all good here. Okay, girl. She said that real judgy. <laughs> you can tell from her robot voice. Anyway, me and me and Jorge are gonna go bounce while you guys have your chat, okay? And I'm gonna get in the dome really quick. So Sky, you sort of head out of the room and through the sort of passages of the of the ship. Uh, as Roll, you enter um, Petey's dome. Guys, welcome to the Petey dome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bloodbath out there. <laughs> what was he? What was he saying to that uh, that ball when we were out there? Girl, I do not know. Run it back. <laughs> it was like the they were in some sort of altercation. He was, I think, defending us. So. That's ball, good. That's a good sense. sign. But the ball is an extension of the kid's subconscious. So he's like, he's projecting his uh, insecurities into the ball. The ball is feeding them back to him, but his conscious mind still loves and trusts us. So it's fighting back. What we need to do is, is knock him the fuck out and throw that ball as far into space as we can. Maybe we should burn it. Maybe, wait, 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 wait. What if we wrote a letter from Jorge that said... Balls don't have hands. This kid's brain is banana mush. He don't know what the ball can and can't do. He can write a letter if he wants to. Dear Sky, I've gone on vacation. Love you always. I, I feel Jorge. like... What's wrong with that? Has anyone considered a ball intervention? I've intervention. We need to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Josh uh, hasn't looked at his notes once. Uh, <laughs> no, we're way off track already. <laughs> Please keep going. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we need a uh, chase. We need for a circle. We need we need to uh, we need to surprise him really fast. Yep. Like, you know, like ah! I like, say we we tie him to the chair so we can't escape. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I know. He's, I, got, he's got to listen to I our know I try ball and away. Yeah. What do I eat the ball? I absorb. You just put it inside yourself for safekeeping. But then with... Uh, yeah. I think this is the safest idea. Then the ball is not out of his sight and he I, won't fly off the handle. What, it's like a leathery just, fucking... Just ask. Just say, hey, hey, can I have a little bounce of that ball? And then you just put it inside yourself. Yeah. What if I become the ball? What if he starts talking to me like, what if... You're complicating a perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, should we call Sky over then? Yep. Uh, I'll poke my face out of Petey. Hey, Sky! Come on down here! What? What is it? We were about to start bouncing again. We want you to come in this do- this uh, this year dome for a moment. Welcome to the Petey Dome! <laughs> come inside! See, Jorge, they want us to go in the dome too. I, I told you they were friends. 
silence from the ball as he looks at you you assume in a judgy manner come on in and bring the ball okay we're coming less of the attitude Jorge okay <laughs> you make your way inside of Petey's dome and now all of you are within a ship within a shipmate um, <laughs> we have a giant like space fleet and we're all inside <laughs> you like so don't need to be inside Petey right? you could just all be out in the room um, but yeah you guys are all hey uh, Sky uh, you, you, you keep talking about bouncing you know you, you like to bounce the ball well, it, I actually wasn't my idea. It was Jorge's. He said, you know, he, I th- to be honest, I think he was getting a little jealous of watching you do all your exercise, you know, ring around the roses, around the boat. Oh, yeah. He wanted, you know, he was like, oh, give us a good bounce. You know, I, uh, I, as you know, like, I, uh, I, I, I quit the, the cigars because, you know, we ran the fuck out. But. Yeah, that was a hard day on all yeah, of us, Pete. That was a hard Ro- day. <laughs> Rose's been harvesting them. <laughs> She's been chain smoking to Oliver Rodrigo. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got a lot of exercise. I thought maybe we could start to do some group sports, you know? Like, uh, like space basketball, space volleyball, because you've got the volleyball. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. What, can I can I see it real quick? Just to make sure it's up to, up to scratch. You guys keep t- saying this word. What's a, what's a volleyball? Are we all just being a little bit silly? It's been a month. Whoa, month we're, 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 being, we're all being a little bit silly. We're <laughs> being silly, yeah. Is this, Ro, was this your idea? Did you tell him and tell me a joke? Ah, uh, you got me. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Does Jorge like playing games? I don't know. Why don't you ask Jorge if he likes playing games? <laughs> ask him yourself. Jorge? Do you like playing games? Sky, if you could please roll me an insight check. Three. Three. I'm also going to make a little roll here for Jorge. (laughs) Sky? Sky, you must do it now, Sky. I must bounce their heads off of the ground <laughs> before they take me from you. Whoa, whoa, guys, guys, I'm sorry you had to hear that. That was just... that He didn't mean that, I promise. I promise. That's all right, don't it's, worry. It's just, we've been on this boat for so long. It's getting to his head. You know what? Maybe, maybe Petey can do some of his magic on him. Petey, do your magic on him. Go. Um, I'm just going to reduce the dome back down and headbutt Sky as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> to try and, to try and uh, so he drops the ball. Um, I guess roll me, um, roll me a, a throw it hit. Add your strength or your dex, you can choose. That is a 16 to hit. Does that hit Sky? It does. Roll me some damage, um, Make it. Um, you can make it a D six. It'd probably normally be a D four, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spice it up a little bit. I'm doing this because I love you. <laughs> five. There's five points of damage to you there as you get headbutted in the face by a big goo man, um, sort of stumbling back a little bit. You're trying to grab the ball. Yes. The hope was that he would get afraid and drop the ball. So if you guys make a contested strength check, if you roll with advantage, PE and you roll with disadvantage, Sky. <laughs> That is a 15. 15? 
Natural one. Oh. <laughs> we've uh, had you, the highs, we've had the lows. Yeah. <laughs> we've got it all here on Tartan Tabletop. <laughs> uh, you rip the ball clean from his hands, Peter. Uh, sky, blood all over your nose. You hear um, uh, Jorge screaming, Sky! He is holding me, Sky! <laughs> What's going on? It's a mutiny! It's a mutiny! Captain, do something! This is for your own good, son. Petey's going to scream at, Go, go, Petey, many legs! And uh, <laughs> he's going to push the ball into his body. And then, uh, what's that flag that's got, like, four fucking legs uh, on it? It's the Isle of Man. I'm going to I'm gonna turn into the Isle of Man flag and uh, just grow an extra... And just start to, like, essentially cartwheel out of the room as fast as I can. A one-handed Fergie cartwheel? And you're singing... <laughs> um, you do that, Sky. As he does that, you hear like you have to save me, Sky. Cut him open if you want. As he uh, gets flung inside of Pete, and you start cartwheeling your way out of the room. Where are you going? I'm going up to the top deck, and I'll shout back to these guys. Restrain the boy! Don't let him come after me. Uh, are you guys restraining? I'd like I to restrain like, the boy. Yeah, I feel like it's could be pretty easy. <laughs> um, yeah, you can restrain the guy. I'm not going to make you roll if the two of you are, are trying to restrain Sky there. I don't see you guys having much of a problem in doing that. Look at, I'm looking at Sam, looking at spells right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to fi- figure out a way out of this. Just, <laughs> no, let me go. Hurry, leave him alone. What did he do to you? Uh, you make your way up to the top deck there, Petey. Um, you get up there, uh, you find the deck of the ship sort of bathed in like green and purple light, but it's sort of throwing strange shapes. Um, it's almost like you're inside a lava lamp, is the way it sort of looks and stuff like moves around you in space and like casts shadow all over the deck. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, Petey's going to run over to the back of the ship mm-hmm. so that when we throw the ball, we'll be continuing to make distance away from it. Okay. And uh, he's going to hold it out. He's going to kind of turn to look at the face of it. Or hey. <laughs> Are you alive? I, 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 uh, I, 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 listen, ball man. I killed a little rat in front of his turtle sons. And uh, I, I guess I'm killing something, I'm killing something important to Sky in this moment, or I'm at least getting rid of it. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that you're not like some sort of disembodied spirit that can only fucking talk to the person holding it. I don't fucking know, but are you there, Jorge? Roll me a... Hmm, roll me a, a wisdom check. Just a wisdom check on its own. Ten. You speak to Horty and at first silence and then sort of whisper no. on the wind. <laughs> Your goo hands feel nice around my leather body. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, it's uh yeah, that's nice. Uh, it's nice of you to say that. Um, I'm Petey. How you doing? My name is Jorge Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me whatever you like. Uh, can, 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 I, can I call you Julius? Would that make you happy? That would make me very happy. Would that happy. make you a happy, happy boy? 
Can I, can I call you Mr. Julius? If you clap your hands for me, happy, happy boy. Uh, he's going to uh, grow two other hands out of his chest so he doesn't need to stop holding the ball and clap. Good, 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 happy boy, clappy clap. Can I stop now, Mr. Julius? You can stop. Thank you, Mr. Julius. Um, I like the way that your leather skin feels in my goo hand. You need never take your goo hand off of my leather skin. What if I hide you? <laughs> and where would you hide me? I can hide you in my body underneath. <laughs> <laughs> underneath my vest underneath my white vest no one need know I was ever there you were ever there me and you could be touching all the time and it would be our little secret hmm? it would be our little secret baby just me and you me and you Mr. Julius I was going to say the ball nods the ball <laughs> <laughs> the ball doesn't have you make the ball nod in your hand <laughs> uh, and it's just I would like that very much. All right, uh, don't break eye contact. I'm going to uh, put them in my stomach. You put them in your stomach, and it uh, feels like there's a volleyball in your stomach. It's kind of uh, I've still got some of my bones left, so I've got like bits of vertebra and spine. It's kind of like moving them. Mm. Motherhood is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you are up there, PT, roll me a perception check. That's a 13. 13. Uh, on a 13, uh, a 12 DC, um, you standing there on the deck doing some weird shit here <laughs> uh, from above you a uh, very loud squawk! <laughs> Meadow! You look up and see your cyborg pterodactyl meadow glorious sort of wings and like gears and mechanical uh, buzzers and dials and things like that uh, as a gust of steam comes out from under her wings as she sort of jumps up to take flight very happy to see you uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to take uh, uh, Mr. Julius out of my stomach and they go, Meadow, look, I made a new friend. I'm going to throw Mr. Julius to Meadow. Be like, catch! I'm going to make a little roll here. <laughs> Fuck. Meadow, you notice very, very subtly uh, when you pull... Uh, Mr. Julius out of your body or Jorge or whatever the fuck the ball's <laughs> actual name is uh, out of your body or Spalding or whatever we're fucking going for um, as you pull him out of your body your face uh, doesn't look as happy to see it and as you throw it up into the air on the, the little roll I've made there she rears back and fucking spikes it with her wing uh, out into space and it sort of starts to float away very slowly as it exits the air pocket and you just see it start to float away from the, the ship Mr. Julius? Uh, I'm going to uh, come up with uh, Sky in tow and row on Sky's other arm um, and see the ball floating out and go, Good job there, Petey. You did the right thing. Sky, I know this is difficult now, but you realize it was for the best. Let me go. Let me go, you scoundrels. Fiends. Cadavers. How dare you? I'm going to uh, reach my arm across and gently put it on Sky's hand. Try and not not completely out of your shot, but just be. I understand, kid. And I'm going to just envelop his hand. I understand. I understand the connection between a man and his ball, and uh, 
Yeah, I, 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 you know, I had to do it, you know. Um, can I get a minute, you guys? Uh, Pete's gonna run out of there before he starts crying. You run out of there. Uh, you're just running below deck. Yeah. You spit below deck. Does anyone want to discuss anything while we stand here on the deck? Just the three of you guys as uh, Jorge slash uh, Mr. Julius floats off out of sight. Uh, when was the last time anyone checked one of those computers that advances the plot forward? You know, the ones we have on the in the, the deck. It's called Josh. We have little dials and things that, you know, indicate stuff that means things will happen. Um, you guys can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indicates things will happen after you guys go on a fucking tangent with a ball for fucking 44 minutes. Yeah, oh my God. When, you, when you had the, uh, the pterodactyl fuck the ball in the space that you were sucking at. <laughs> I could have, I could have kept going. I could have had, episode. I could have done a whole episode of that. To be honest, um, I'm going to make a little roll here just to determine sort of what happens here. Um, as you guys stand in the deck, PAU rush below deck. Um, sort of standing here, you, Braxton, sort of looking out at the volleyball as it floats away and sort of looking around at the stars sort of having that thought of well, where the fuck are we going and what, what are we doing next um, you see something uh, flying by in the distance a shooting star or comet of some kind bright white in colour trailing across the sky and then disappearing behind a field of asteroids do you say anything? Uh, Braxton uh, sort of pulls back his sleeve and looks at the little comet tattoo that he has on his wrist and uh guys Alex just got a tattoo <laughs> no Braxton got we all got one you're just jealous we didn't invite you uh, <laughs> um, no no <laughs> I'm drawing on my arm he'll <laughs> uh, turn to Rowan and say um, it looks exactly like the one the one that went over the head when I asked, when I asked uh, Sarah if she would uh, <clears throat> she would marry me Looks exactly like it. Yeah, well, it's a star. It's gonna look pretty similar. Okay, Ro. I mean, to me, I mean, look, 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 and I hold up my wrist to the, to the I, sky. The likeness is incredible. All right, all right. Well, man, I didn't know you were married. Uh, well, I guess, I guess I was. Sky stops married. listening immediately. Looks off to the edge of the boat. Goes, you know what? I think I could have been married one day too. <laughs> Yes, my relationship with my wife or is hey. no longer. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly the same as you and that fucking or volleyball. Or hey, come back. I'll find you again one day, Sky. <laughs> you hear echoing through space. Hey, Petey, while you're down below deck, um, I assume your face buried in pillows like a teenage girl kicking your feet into there. Um, can you roll me a perception check? 17. On a 17, uh, as you sort of lift your head to wipe the... I imagine viscous tears from the goo ball eyes. Um, oh, sorry, I miscounted. That's a 22. 22, the exact same <laughs> thing happens. Um, you take a look at the sort of porthole window. Um, you know, assuming to sort of look out listfully like you're the main character in a music video. Um, but you don't see space out there. In fact, you don't see anything at all. You just see darkness covering the porthole, and then you hear you see suckled tentacles releasing themselves and reattaching onto the windows you start to feel the ship lurch and move fuck that's hard 
I hate you so, <laughs> so, so much. As you see that there. <laughs> you see that there. You feel the ship begin to rock and move. As the rest of you up on deck see a collection of huge leviathan tentacles shoot up from underneath the boat and start to wrap their way around the ship's three main masts. Um, you guys haven't been attacked for a while by the sort of weird tentacle creature that's been sort of keeping you from from travelling through this space um, and I, I assume probably thought that it was just you were out of his range um, but no, it's been biding its time uh, and has now came in to attack. You hear and a sickening crunch as the entire ship begins to tilt on its own axis, flipping over the tentacles, dragging it to complete capsize. I need a dexterity saving throw from everyone. Petey, you with advantage because you're inside. I'm going to self-impose some disadvantage as Sky drops to his knees and goes, That's it. Abandon hope. At least we were given a quick death, unlike Jorge. Uh, I got 21, so I'm going to try and uh, try and hold Sky uh, with my hand. Hold a 19 and a nat 20. Wow. You, so you, uh, Petey, um, land on your feet. <laughs> Amazing. I swap and just grow new feet. Yeah, you just, you just swap your feet and your head around the side of your body. I got 16. 9. 16 and a 9. Um... As the ship flips over, uh, Roe, you're able to sort of dig your hands into the ship, so as it flips, you're just, like, hanging from the ship's deck. Um, Braxton, you got a 21 with that. Um, I'm going to say, with your nine, Sky, you just, like, open your hands up and just start to let yourself sort of, like, float up in the air. Uh, and Braxton, I'm going to say, since you're trying to aid him there, you grab his leg as he, like, floats up there. Um, as the ship flips over, you hear sort of klaxons going off and, like, red flashing lights and a, a sort of voice echoing through saying, Warning! Artificial gravity systems damage, damage, damage. Uh, as you feel the gravity, rather than keeping you on the deck, because in space there is no upside down really, um, just seems to disappear as you guys start to fall down, uh, as if you were falling down past the mast. Uh, the vast expanse of space open below you. Now, for this next bit, I need you all to roll initiative. Ooh, an M&M. There goes gravity. I got an 18. 7. <laughs> Unlucky 13. Uh, Taylor Swift would disagree. 15. <laughs> cool, cool. So, as you guys are sort of on the deck, Braxton, you've been able to grab on to like a piece of rigging um, being sort of next to the mast. You've grabbed on, you're holding on the sky. You are the first to act here. Um, I'm going to give you some information for free here. Um, you look around and sort of see the, the scene around you. Um, you see that the sort of huge tentacles, there are three main sort of large ones that have grabbed around each of the three masts and are sort of holding the ship in place, stopping it from correcting. Um, you also see a multitude of little ones sort of just attacking the ship's hull and trying to basically crack it open like an egg uh, to get whatever's inside. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to shoot at one of the smaller tentacles. Cool, so you can shoot at the sort of smaller tentacles there. You can roll to hit on that. Wait. Uh, that is going to be a 20, dirty 20 for the first one, a 12 for the second one. Cool, so you... 
Uh, you are able to take out a couple of tentacles there. Can you roll me some damage on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, five and four. Five and four. So you're able to take out a couple of them as a, they're about to sort of hit the ship. Um, but what you notice on those rolls is that every time you take one of the smaller ones out, they just seem to be replaced right. uh, almost immediately, um, just kind of coming out of the black and inky void um, with more tentacles there. Um, would you like to do anything else with your turn? Mm, no. No. Uh, well, I'd, I'd like to pull Sky into a position where he's a bit safer. Hey, you can do that. Just give me a strength check. I've got DC 10. Oh, no, that's a four. Uh, four. You start pulling Sky in. Sky, I'm going to say that you're kind of kicking back here like a toddler. Um, you don't know what want to be saved right now. Um, Son, I know you miss your volleyball, but I'm not going to let you fucking die. The end is nigh. It's all over anyway. Just let me go, Bellman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that roll, that is your turn. Is there a tentacle near you, sorry, or can you just see them? Oh, yes, yes. Um, So, the sort of closest tentacles to you are the sort of ones on the mast. So if you imagine it, you're on the ship's deck, but it's upside down, uh, and those are sort of wrapped around the three masts, each of them. You are right next to one of the masts. So, like, I'm in stabbing distance? Uh, You are not in stabbing distance. You would have to climb down the mast. Are they huge and look like they're going to kill me or I, I can take <laughs> So they seem a bit preoccupied with sort of trying to tear the ship apart right now who's to say if you get closer or if any of the sort of smaller ones would try to fend you off. It seems to sort of get the ship moving again. You might need to sort of take out those ones that are holding it in place. Yeah, I'll climb them down. Cool. Uh, if you would like to roll me an either an athletics check or an acrobatics check you can make your choice. On a 12, it's a DC 12 for that, by the way, if I'm not jumping between them. You start climbing your way down and make it right to uh, within melee distance of one of the tentacles, sort of climbing further and further down this long sort of uh, rigging and, and sort of bits of this big wooden pole. Uh, what would you like to do? I have uh, um, their sword. My arm, like, faces open. It's like a pink sort of lightsaber type thing. And I'll just start hacking it. So, Ro, if you could give me uh, a couple of rolls to hit, I believe you have two attacks, you could give me a couple of rolls there uh, for your attacks. Seventeen, and then the damage is six. Oh, very nice. And on the second attack there. Twenty-four, and then the damage is seven. Uh, so, on that there, you make your way down... This uh, killer robot with killer bangs um, making its way down the mast. Uh, you shoo, uh, feel your laser sword shoot from your arm, and with one fell swoop, you cut the tentacle away from the mast, releasing that mast as it sort of groans uh, and finds a little bit of stability. As you feel the ship sort of try to connect itself with that, um, but it's still not quite able to get there with the other two tentacles uh, being there. Um, with that. Um, Unless you want to do anything else with your turn there, Ro. No, I'm Gucci. Oh, Gucci, Sky, it's going to be your turn. Lovely. Sky has had a pep talk a little bit. Well, Braxton, Braxton stared him in the face and told him he wants to save him. I'm going to maybe roll myself a little wisdom save to see if to see if Sky maybe grasps one last string of hope. 
which he does. On, on, I was just going to say that was a 15. I'm a full commitment to the roleplay here. Yeah, there you go. Full commitment. Sam just digging. sort of stares into Bellfire's eyes. He's sort of looking down at him. Begging, begging. See, Sky, you're the saviour of this. You're the best of us, obviously. That's definitely what I was thinking, and not just I don't want to have to clean up your dead body. <laughs> he looks up at the he looks up at the black tentacles and just rolls his eyes and says, "Oh well, if anybody's going to be a hero, it's the man who just lost someone worth not losing." <laughs> Very succinct. <laughs> um, so, has the ship completely flipped? It's Absolutely. completely upside down. Yes, yeah, so the gravity is turned upside down as well with that. Right. Um, does it look like there's anywhere sort of up on the deck, which is upside down, but anywhere where um, a person could stand and be safe on steady groundish? Yep. So across the sort of mass, there is little uh, bits of like um, I don't believe I don't really know what they're called, but you know the bits where it's like cross section on the mast for the sail to go on. Yeah. Uh, you could stand on one of those quite well. It'd be sort of like walking across a wooden beam, uh, but there's a few of those tiered on the way down. Lovely. Okay, in that case, that's probably within... We're hanging from a mast. I'm going to try and, you know... Takes a second to himself and he's like... It's blade song time. And he's going to climb up. Climb up Braxton's lovely, luscious body and onto but the Jesus Christ. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, enjoy the show. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you climb your way onto that first mast that the tentacle's been freed from. Um, where would you like to go from there? Lovely. He's just going to start blasting. Anyway, I come in there and I'm just going to start blasting. Start blasting. <laughs> and you want to do how many attacks do you have? I get, I get um, well, so what I do. I can't do two attacks, but I'm going to start fireballing, which can only do one. Cool. So, uh, I'm going to give it one big old fireball, and hopefully it's a good one. That's uh, 24 to hit. That's 100% going to hit. Um, I'll say it's the one closest to you and the sort of middle uh, mast, the middle sail. Could you roll me some damage on that? That is 9. On a 9? It just seems fireball you're casting. Yeah. How does that manifest for you as you sort of put your hands up? Oh, just classic wizard stuff. I do those Doctor Strange hand movements and I just fire my little finger gun and I go, Pew. Classic wizard stuff with a finger gun. Uh, you like Merlin himself, man. Everybody's fucking knows that. Fame for it. You go, uh, as you fire, fireball out. As it hits the tentacle with the fire there, um, you see it sort of curl up and you hear a sort of shrill like, as the tentacle sort of starts to curl and releases, um, the fire seemingly damaging it a lot more than physical damage has. It's the brief and faint smell of calamari uh, fills <laughs> your nostrils uh, as that middle tentacle burns and sort of releases in pain and sort of sinks away back into the darkness. Cool, does that end your turn? It does. Amazing. Uh, at the end of that turn there, this is second turn, defeating two of the tentacles um, between you and Ro that are holding the ship in place. It's actually going to be the tentacles turn uh, before you, Peter. I can see smiling there as if you're getting a wee shot there. Um, <laughs> but it is the tentacles turn. Um, the tentacles, the large tentacles, are actually going to roll here and make a little bit of damage on the ship. Uh, just the one remaining. So it's not going to do a huge amount um, but it is going to do some damage. Uh, the ship has 150 hit points left right now, uh, but this is going to do um, a decent whack uh, as we go on here. Uh, da -da 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 -da. 
kill the hat box. Uh, that is going to be... Da -da -da -da. Uh, that's only going to do 15 points of damage on that just now, uh, just with a one tentacle there. Um, as it sort of, you hear it like tear the mast a little bit and it, it sort of moves and comes loose a little bit, but not too much. Um, so we've still got a fair amount of hit points on the ship, um, but the tiny tentacles are going to make some attacks on you guys. Um, they're going to make two attacks on a row here. It's just sort of further away from everyone. So the first attack uh, is going to be, uh, that's not going to hit a natural two. Um, and the second attack is going to be that is going to hit, um, that's going to bring that up to a dirty 20 there. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. I'm going to roll some damage here for you. Roll, how many hit points do you have? 41. Ah, oh, easy. 41. You're not going to die here, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are going to take 15 points of damage as well as the ship as you're sort of lacerated on both sides by tentacles, but you're able to keep your grip on the um, ship's mast and not fall off that there. Uh, and with that, we're going to head across to Petey inside the ship. Um, Petey's going to um, run over to his little chest that he's got in his room <coughs> and uh, he's going oh, to rummage through it and he's going to push past his guns instead he's going to pick up his steampunk accordion. All right, okay, you, you paused there. <laughs> you paused there. I was like, okay. Petey's, We're all going to be like that. Steampunk accordion? No way! <laughs> so steaming shit coming out of it. Steampunk. Um, yeah, he is going one level into Bard. Oh, uh, multi-classing. Yeah, multi-classing. As if I didn't already know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's going to uh, grab his accordion and he's going to try and run up and aid the rest of the party. Cool. Um, you're going to run up there. I'm going to need an athletics or acrobatics check for you to sort of navigate the inside of the ship as it's like moving and upside down and shit. It's definitely going to be an acrobatics check. Cool, cool. Can we see this? Uh, you cannot see this currently as he's sort of inside the ship. You can maybe hear it. It's quite sad <laughs> that you can't see that because it's a 26 in the day. 26? Uh, yeah, you hear that. Sam, do you think that's what an accordion sounds like? <laughs> no, it's as he's running to my feet. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like an orgy and a circus tent. Um, <laughs> do you hear accordion music squelching? Um, you guys, uh, on that fucking rope, you have no problem here. Your body uh, is non-Newtonian, so you just move to the shape of whatever you're standing on to avoid whatever's coming as you sort of make your way to the deck in that turn. Um, is there anything else you would like to do? Um, am I... I would say that takes about half your movement on that roll. Okay, so I, I can see the tentacle. You can see the final tentacle is further away than the movement you've got left, but you can't see it. Okay, I'm going to uh, cast... Just get up my spells here. Can I roll an insight check to see if I can, if this is being intelligent enough for me to cast friends on it? You can roll me an intelligence check. Your plan is to use a cantrip on... He is a level one. Some sort of god monster. He's been, he's <laughs> <laughs> you get friends on it. He has been uh, a bard for, what, a couple months? What level of intelligence is Niall current? That's my question. <laughs> I'm being true to the character. This is what Petey would do in the moment. Something and that you guys can never say. Petey fucking 19 on the die. All right, he's got, uh, what has he got his intelligence? A plus four. Oh. <laughs> So you're rolling an intelligence check to see if this creature is intelligent enough for you to cast friends on. Yes. This creature is intelligent enough for you to cast friends on. 
but I'm going to say probably maybe too far in terms of future cash fences. You can try. Is this a wisdom check for me to save? No, by all means, take your time. Um. Oh, okay. No, this is a. Uh, it's kind of fucking useless. I haven't been a bard in a long time. This. This. A creature prone to violence might attack you. That's like the ones. That's the. Yeah, Pete's just gonna. Um, you can try. I'm gonna cast friends on it. You cast friends on it. I'm gonna make a little roll here. Why not? You can make me. Give me a charisma check, Pete. Are you playing a song to do that? Um. If so, give me a performance check and sing us the song. Friends theme tune. And that is going to be a. Uh, I know. That's a uh, twelve intelligence. Uh, twelve charisma. Uh, you say a charisma check or performance? Check? Performance. If you're singing a song, performance. That's exactly the same. That's a twelve. Fantastic, what a fan terrific bard that you are. Um, <laughs> you sing your song out to the tentacle beast and nothing happens uh, as it continues to tear your ship we apart. We be friends, friends. Let's be pals, me and you. Look at you with your tentacles, very sexy tentacles. You're learning a lot about Petey. You take four points of damage as it slaps you. It doesn't even like try to hunt you bad, it just kind of slaps your face with a tentacle. Uh, Is that tentacle close to me? Uh, yes. Can I stab it? Yes. Uh, In fact, I'm not. Yeah, roll a hat, roll a hat with advantage if you want. God. That's an 18. On an 18, that does indeed hit. I'm not going to make you roll damage on this. I don't think you can do... You can't not to kill it. As you chop off the tentacles, it falls to the ground and then sort of, like, curls up and then disintegrates, as you notice, into, like, loads of smaller tentacles that then start crawling away all over the ship. Can I try and pick one up? You can try and pick one up. Uh, roll me a hand. Do I have a little, like, baggie or something I can put it in? You've got your body. You pick one of them up, one of the thousand. Okay, cool. <laughs> come here! Oh, really, motherfucker, come here! Get in that bag! Let's get it! Keep it in my pocket. Cool, you pocket that there. Um, as we come to the sort of end of the round there, um, anyone here can roll me a perception check. Anyone that likes it. Um, the DC is 15, so first person to shout out a winning one wins. I'm winning! <laughs> you winning? What did you get? I didn't know you were winning. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I rolled a 15 on the die, Alex. Uh, 19. On a 19, uh, you sort of look out after casting your firebolt there. Um, you guys are doing fucking very well here. Um, there's only one tentacle sort of holding you in place right now. Uh, but as you look out, Sky, you see just from the darkness more tentacles coming. This creature has an infinite amount of these things. Um, and slowly the realisation sets in for you. Um, and it's your choice whether you share this with the rest of the crew that this may not end very well. Um, this thing seems to have infinite of these large and destructive tentacles that are far. Although they can't take a lot of damage individually, the sheer numbers eventually will wear you down. Uh, what would you like to say to everyone? Um, I just kind of yell to everybody to, to, to gather, to converge on me, just to all get together. 
Um, I'm going to say you guys can do that free. Out of Beginning the Petey Dome. Yeah, I'll join you in the Petey Dome. Right, everyone, come in. Come on. I see Petey's accordion. Girl, this isn't trad band. <laughs> hey, I liked it. I thought it was nice. I feel really bad now. <laughs> in the baby's room. <laughs> you guys get in the Petey Dome as you hear like bits of your shit breaking around you and like, things are sort of blowing up. And... So how are we doing? How are we feeling about this combat? Not very well. And I pull out my scroll of protection that I've been holding on to for quite some time. Oh. And I'm going to start reading home. Oh, no, I should have been away. I should have been away. Oh, I should have been away. All the magic spells. Sorry, I don't think I caught that. The record, if you could repeat that. Uh, I, I think I said... <clears throat> That episode of Spongebob where he's like the pencil Spongebob. And as I finish the spell, reading off, well, I finish using the magic skull of protection, a sphere of protection appears around us. Apparently we're in a sphere, so a sphere around the sphere once again, and uh, through which no sort of aggressive or non-friendly creatures or harmful effects can pass. Okay, um, in terms of the mechanics of that, does that move with you? Or does that stay in one place? I would assume that it probably stays in one place. Um, you're pointing at me with a sort of, you're the DM, you decide. I'm saying that stays in one place. Uh, and another thing for that, I don't know if it specifies, does it have air inside of it in terms of if you went in a place that had air, would it have air? If it doesn't specify, then no, it would not. No air in the Petey Dom. Only Petey's breath. No data in the morning studio, so I'm going to say it probably doesn't specify a bit. I'm gonna, I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt there. That was your chance to lie to me because I don't have a signal. Um, but uh, you guys enter this dome as you watch your ship being torn apart around you. How are we going to get out of this jam, guys? All right. Um, why do we... Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Keep going. That's, that, you know, set, the, set the mood. Set the atmosphere. Um, why don't uh, one of us get on the pilot? Uh, get on the, you know the, the the big fucking uh, the big wheel that like you spin to make the ship turn. Yeah, we could do that. Steering wheel. <laughs> I, can we like? Can we go faster? Like, we just gotta be going at like the one pace for like six fucking weeks. Like, we, 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 we're currently, you know, we're are we maxed out by the. Uh, we're being held by this monster. So we need to chop fuck out of it and, like, like, calamari. Guys, I don't know, but there's a lot of tentacles. We're not getting away from the tentacles. Where's my girl, Meadow? Yeah, we can't help. Meadow's not doing so hard. We can't just get on the fucking bird every single time. The ship's about to crumble to pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can't, no, we can't use Meadow as, like, a constant backup. She's not a fallback. She's a member of the crew, you know? She's. Uh, we could hop on Meadow and... You know, do we have like life rafts? Is this like a fucking situation? <laughs> I, I fucking love how succinct and how well planned getting rid of the fucking ball was, and you guys cannot plan what to do in the event of like a light when there's real stakes. <laughs> wait, wait. We, um, we got spacesuits, and two of you don't need to breathe air, so can't we just fucking jump into space? I'm not about to raw dog the atmosphere. <laughs> I need to be in a vessel. Right, 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 right. We don't want to give up this bad bitch. You know, this is a good boat. <laughs> People when they... All my exes. <laughs> so, 
I say we fight. I say we fight. I say that, you know, do we know if there's any, like, weapons that might fuck up this, uh, this big fishy motherfucker? Do you have, like, a cannon on the ship or something? Um, yes, you do have sort of multiple cannons. Um, there's some above deck that are bolted on, but the big ones are sort of below deck. Okay. Um, I'll head below deck and I'll shoot fuck out of this guy. Um, you know, you're a, you're a great pilot. Yeah, I'll head to the controls. Head to the controls. Bro, Sky, why don't you guys start just cutting fuck out of that fucking thing? Just start stabbing and gouging and fucking burn it, baby. Fucking cut it up to shit. What are you saying? Meadow, Meadow? Meadow can, can Meadow fit inside the sphere of protection? Sure, why not? Meadow can bunch up and sort of get in there. You get in, you get in. You get under the dome. Come on. I lift up the, the dome flap. Over. <laughs> That's over awful, it. man. That's an awful fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> just this pterodactyl's head in here. Like, you good to like, provide some air support. Meadow, you know, um, scratchy, scratchy. Squat. Squat. Squat, baby, squat. Squat. Yeah, squat. Okay, we good? We've all got our roles, team. Let's move out. For Jorge. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... UPA unfurl, I guess, um, as you guys exit the sphere of protection. We've sort of exited from initiative a little bit here, so what I'm going to ask from you all is just a group uh, constitution check to see how hard and how long you guys can fight for, um, if it's enough time to sort of give PA to get down to the bottom. 17. 17? 12. 12. 11. 11? 8. 8. Okie dokie. So the sort of median there is about sort of 11, 12. Yeah, so it's about 11, 12 there. So you guys, so you guys are out there. You're fighting tooth and nail as you guys are getting battled side to side. Uh, Petey, you're sort of making your way down. You're trying to load the cannons up. Uh, I'm going to say for you, Petey, you're going to take uh, a level of exhaustion, um, sort of exerting yourself there doing that. That's going to give you disadvantage on ability checks as you're sort of rushing down and, and loading the cannon there. The rest of you, as you're fighting, are going to take some damage. Uh, and I'm going to roll that here. Um, with a whole lot of dice in my hand. Yuck. Members of the audience, listen, I just smacked my fucking elbow off of the table. Good. That's what it rolls with my fucking dice. Um, that uh, roll there is going to be uh, 17 points of damage each. <laughs> How are we all holding up? Is anyone dead? No, not, not dead. To any uh, previous listeners, um, I have received a level of exhaustion before and I uh, squeezed the marrow out of my bones. Do I have time to. Uh, do like what is essentially a whole body kegel and uh, <laughs> squeeze the marrow out of my ribcage, I guess. Can I, do I have time to do that? Will, I, will that take like a turn for me to do? Or, or like I'm gonna, I am going to leave this choice up to you, Peter. Do you want to stop to squeeze the marrow out of your bones and do you want to do that? I, I'm, I think. And get rid of the level of exhaustion. Is that going to affect my attack rolls when it comes to firing the cannons? Um, it'll affect your rolls in terms of loading them and stuff like that. So yeah, it will affect your cannon rolls. Okay, I think I'm gonna like take a minute and do that. Then. You're gonna take a minute and do that. Okay, okay. Can I lay on hands myself? You can lay on hands yourself, but with the extra time Petey's taking to do this, you're all gonna take another six points of damage. Good. I hope nobody's getting fucked up up there while I'm squeezing my ribs. <laughs> um, 
you guys are up there, um, Petey, you start loading the cannons here, firing them. Uh, just give me a, a strength check, just a flat strength check. Can it be, can it be loading these cannons dexter dexterously? Dexterously? No. <laughs> it doesn't matter, roll the 19. 19, yeah, you're loading the cannons here, you fire it and get through a fair amount of tentacles, but guys, as you fight tooth and nail, tentacle after tentacle, the deck filling with these little tiny ones as they sort of break off and float around you, blood everywhere coating your metal body or flesh body if you're not made of metal, uh, or goo body if you're not made of goo, uh, gunpowder and smoke in the air, but they just keep coming and coming. Haha. Bro, you're 26. No, I'm not. Um, you looking out sort of accepting your fate here, uh, creaking wood and a sort of low guttural rumble from out there in the stars and then you hear sort of matching the sound of your own cannons but a bit distant, a bit further away as you see firing towards you great beams of energy from somewhere far away, bang, 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 picking tentacles off one by one by one. And eventually, the tentacle beast slips away, and you're all left there, beaten and bruised, floating in space, upside down. Very slowly, a dull and dark shadow looms over you, the crew of the now nearly destroyed bad bitch. A dark ship, a galleon made of gnarled black wood and rusted metal chains hanging from each side on sort of large uh, like spiked sort of like uh, what do you call it like uh, the holds what do you call them hold you're looking at me uh, I'm, I'm actually cuckold you're talking <laughs> <laughs> my mind went to the word cuckolds and I know that's not what it is uh, I think it's like cuckolds like sure. coupled. Anyway, uh, on the end of these uh, sort of chains, there's sort of large spiked metal balls, sort of like morning stars, just sort of floating in space around it, like it's a big jellyfish. Um, each about the size of a small car. Um, its masthead, a large white bear uh, with snarling jaws and cool sunglasses on. You look up and see its dark sails, a bird skull and crossbones emblazoned upon them. Slowly the ship approaches you and stops alongside a gangway sliding across its deck towards you, sort of floating there uh, just at the end of one of the masts uh, for you to climb down onto. What would you like to do? Would I have had time to put my suit on? Sure. You, I'm going to say, you've done very little fighting here. You've been doing a lot of day. You ran down there, you got tired, you soaked up some bone. You sat down, <laughs> soaked up the bone marrow. Then you're like, fuck, someone's coming. I better get changed. I'll do my, my goo here. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got your suit on. I'll, I'll pick up my guns as well. You pick up your guns and sort of my holster vi- them. My violin case, just in case. Your violin case with a fucking uh, accordion in it. It's jammed in there. It barely fits. It's like <laughs> you can see the outline of it like sticking out of the case. Um, sure, what about the rest of you guys? Can we see any living things aboard the ship? You cannot. 
uh, can we uh, we've got like a little control room where we can try and like communicate with the ship like ship to ship um, sure you can have a you have a little control room you can make your way down to yep. um, you guys sort of climb your way back into the ship and all sort of all reconvene together uh, in your sort of little control room area um, the pads and sort of monitors and screens are pretty fried but you can make anyone can make an intelligence check to try and hail them uh, that's a 15 15 and in higher than 15 19 19 Ro did you get in in higher than that no I rolled 6 so I didn't 6 <laughs> um, so working together sort of Braxton and Sky you're able to get a slight signal going um, hacker style like in the 90s like tapping away in the keys like I'm in <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys get in there um, as you're able to hail a frequency what do you say Hello, hello, come in. Mayday, mayday, this is Braxton Bellfire, captain of the bad bitch, requesting assistance. Do you copy? Is that your language or is the signal breaking up? Does anyone here speak static? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bash the top of the transmitter like I'm the Fonz. Uh, you bash the top of the transmitter. Roll me, roll me a flat D20. We'll call it a cool check. Is it twelve? A twelve? Could I make? No, I you can add your charisma. You can add your charisma. Zero in charisma. Zero charisma. <laughs> um, does anyone want to give him the help action here by being like, hey? Pete will, Pete will give. Yeah, that's a key thing to say. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, you bash it on the screen, uh, and then you hear. Ahoy there, matey! Can you hear us now? I hear you there. Did you get my message? What message? <laughs> my name is Braxton Belfire. I'm the captain of the bad bitch, and we are in trouble. Mayday, can you help us? We can indeed, boys. Head across to or, or whatever genders are upon the ship. It's uh, space age here. You could be anything you like. Uh, yes, we have supplies. We've got medical, uh, medical doctors, and we can help you out. If you want to make your way across to our ship right now. He seems a little keen. <laughs> hey, the, hey, uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, 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 hello there. Is, is someone else aboard the ship? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, maybe like 40, 50 of us in here. <laughs> we packed in very tight like uh, anchovies. And we all have weapons. I have a Glock. Tell me more about the anchovies. Do you like fish? I love fish. You like fish. All right. We got a lot of fish over here. We got a lot of fish. You uh, you let us come over there, but you let us come back, and maybe I'll uh, you know I'll speak to the you know, the, the, the chef, and I'll get a couple of tins of anchovies for you. How's that sound? Well, that sounds fantastic. I'll, I'll only be able to do it if you let us come back after we go on to your ship. I think there's been some sort of misunderstanding. Uh, you were never not allowed to go back if you come onto our it's ship. Just, you're very keen for us to all come onto yeah, your ship. You're a little bit too chipper. Yeah. Can, can, can I just be a nice space no. man? No. Not many of them yet. Sky leans over to Ron and goes, and they think I'm the crazy one. Did it? What would you guys like to do? Um, I'm going to. I think I'll head over. Do you head over? Is yeah. everyone else joining? Yeah, yeah. let's board the pirate ship. Uh, you guys make your way across the sort of wobbly gangway that they've put out. Um, it's just close enough that you don't exit an air pocket. Their air pocket's sort of overlapping into yours a little bit, so you can safely get across. Um, you make your way on. Uh, you enter the deck of this ship. It lies empty 
huge masts stretching high above you, bathing you in heavy shadow. The smell of rotten fish instantly chokes you as a strange amount of salt water, it seems, sloshes around on the deck. You know it's salt water because Peter can taste it through his feet. Um, it's an isotonic solution. That's nice. Very thirsty, dehydrated. Tasty. <laughs> that was horrible to just hear through the mic. It was so far away from the mic to be that loud as well. Like. Um, as you sort of get in there, you see that there's no one around to speak to. Um, would anyone like to say anything? What's, um, just, wh- what about my circuits? I'm a robot and there's salt water everywhere. Um, it's not high enough to, to affect your circuits hugely. It's like maybe coating your feet. You might rush your feet a little bit. That was, kind of a, that was a complete visual there from Lauren as she sort of opened her mouth in horror, forgetting that this is an audio media. Yeah. Guys, we're going to post a pic on the Instagram. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Don't, even, don't even trip. Um, what, does anyone want to say anything or call out or anything like that? Hello. I'm Braxton Bellfire from The Message, captain of the bad bitch. I'm here with Petey the Plasmoid, Ro, the Robust 9000, and Sky second name. <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> Sky, what's your second name again? I haven't told you. Sky, who hasn't told me his second name, even though I've been traveling for at least a month. <laughs> Mr. I haven't told you. <laughs> Is anyone there? As you say that, you hear the click of a gun's hammer and a voice from the shadows saying, Yarrr! Drop your weapons and any fish you may or may not be carrying. Now, you specifically said that something like this wouldn't happen. Well, I lied. Okay, I lied. Can can I turn around to face him? You can turn around to face him. Um, you turn around to where the voice is coming from and see a figure slowly emerging from the shadows and he says uh, now don't make me ask you a second time drop your weapons it's for uh, mutual security alright I'll drop my weapon but I don't want it to go in the salt water this is a very yes. expensive rifle I, 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 I totally agree that's not good for the good for the metal you know well alright all right. it kicks a barrel over uh, you, can, you can put it in the barrel <laughs> alright is the okay. barrel watertight Sure. I don't trust that. Uh, do you have any... I pull out my alchemy jug, and I'm going to pour some water in the barrel. Now you just put water in the barrel. I'm testing the sea here. <laughs> you I'm can just give look it, at it, and there's I'm water coming in from the outside. It's water. How am I going to know? How am I going to know? You, I, can, I, can't eyes, see, I can't see a minuscule fucking crack. All right? We put the guns in the barrel. The barrel sinks into the water. There's a crack in the outside of the barrel that we can't perceive. The water gets in and melts the guns. Not melts the guns, dress the guns. The barrel is currently sat in at least six inches of water. How funny if there would was it a be? crack, we'd fucking know about it. How funny would it be if I just pure chucked the barrel at the guy? <laughs> now, now I can see that you've got a lot of issues to work out, so why don't you just keep your weapons if it's that much of a big deal for you? Um, <laughs> you see, uh, uh, We've had a long couple of months, man. It's been stressful. It's been you stressful. see, emerging from the shadows, a small and round little penguin uh, wearing a red bandana around its head and a flintlock pistol in its hand as he sort of like un... Uh, uncocks that there and puts it back in his little his little holster. His now, uh, don't be afraid. Uh, we be meaning you no harm, uh, as long as you you mean the same, of course. 
Yeah, we're not gonna hurt you. Fucking look You're at you, little cute. man. Look at this you. guy. Stop I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna run over to and just start like just like giving him a clap. You know, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> hey, uh, can I give you a pet? Can I, rub, can I can, like, like, do I? Can I give you a, a quick like? Tell me, rub us something. Yar, yar. Yeah, you're a good one. You have got to meet my pet boy. You've got to meet her. Her name's Meadow. She's fucking beautiful. You guys get along like a house on fire, can I tell you? Well, I, I would I would be honored to meet Meadow. Uh, the name's Skipper. Uh, welcome aboard the Rock Hopper. Uh, as he sort of points uh, at the, the ship around. And he says, uh, 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 Crew, crew, uh, come out here and, and say hello to our new guests. Um... Popping up from sort of all around you, uh, two heads sort of poking out of barrels that are like hiding there, um, and another one swinging down from the rigging. Three other penguins uh, who are introduced as the following. You see, one of them comes up uh, as an old sort of cantankerous uh, penguin uh, with a little hobble on a, a, a peg flipper um, called Chili. Um, Chili is like this old sort of wooden pe- uh, old woman penguin. Um, Behind her, a big beefcake penguin with huge tries and buys with a love heart tattoo that says fish. Um, called <laughs> He's called Tux. Um, but as he comes up and shakes your hand, he's got a really like soft fin and he, he seems he's got a kind of kind eyes to him. So he seems like he could be a really nice guy. Um, after that, finally, a tiny little penguin kid uh, with fluffy fur and big round eyes uh, called Little Pebbles. Uh, Little Pebbles. He's going to be the first to die. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to kill Little Pebbles so fast. Little Pebbles approaches Euro and says, Wow, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. She's Googling, can robot love? Can robot cry? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear your stories from your travels all over space. You seem like you've been everywhere. Uh, we, we've been a lot of places, but you can never be everywhere, can you? Uh, I'll tell you what, we don't know where we are right now. We've been floating down space lost. You got a map? Uh, 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 Skipper, that's his name, Skipper the Penguin. <laughs> I named all of these penguins and already I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. But Skipper speaks up and he says, yeah, we, we've got some maps and things. You know, they're all hand-drawn. You see, we're sort of uh, guessing where we're going most of the time. Um, if you don't mind me saying you are looking a, a little bit worse for wear uh, why don't you take a bit of time to rest uh, Sky standing in just an absolute dishevelment just I don't know what you mean right uh, I think uh, perhaps a shower uh, in the salt water we have here would do you do you pretty well uh, Sky uh, is your name there uh Tux here makes a fantastic fish soup, uh, and I'm sure you'll all love it. Uh, You can take the captain's quarters. Uh, They're not in use currently, Uh, and when you're good and ready, we can talk about getting your ship fixed. Uh, Uh, Are you the captain? No, no, I'm not the captain. I'm I'm a sort of first mate. Uh, Where's the captain? uh, But your name is Skipper. I understand the irony. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You'll get there one day, Skip. Listen, we, we, there's many things to discuss, um, but I, I would be more comfortable discussing it after you've had some rest and you can think a little bit more clearly. Um, feel free to wander around the ship as you see fit, uh, but be warned, the uh, the floors are slippy uh, because of all the water, so watch you don't fall. Would you mind giving our ship a tow while we're here? Of course, of course. Hey, I, I had a question. Ask away. So, like, you got... How do you stop all of the water that's on each of the floors from just falling into the bottom level? Do you have, like, do you have, like, I, 
and I don't understand. We have an intricate system of pipes, so the <laughs> water falls from the top floor down to the bottom and then is recycled up through the pipes. Interesting. <laughs> what, what fuels these pipes? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me write law on Niall. Don't make more me... Lore, more law, more law. Don't make me write law. Uh, what would you like to do as he sort of beckons towards the captain's quarters? Yeah, go for a big old sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys can go in there. Uh, you push the door open to the captain's quarters and you first of all notice that everything in here is sized for like someone around your height, like not a penguin. Um, the sort of purple and gold long coat that's strewn across the satin sheet bed, quickly confirming your suspicions that the captain, whatever they might be, is indeed not a penguin person um, or at least an incredibly large penguin <laughs> person. Um, there's a large oak wood desk at the opposite side of the room with papers and maps strewn all across it. Uh, the room itself in a similar state of unorganisation, sort of clothes and oddities thrown over um, like sort of large and sort of weird shaped chests and uh, lining shelves. Um, obviously you can go for a long rest here. Um, is there anything you'd sort of like to do? Um, anything else you'd like to do other than rest? I'm going to uh, say to Roe um, you know, Ro, I, uh, there's only three of them. Who are you referring to? The penguin, or oh, four of them. You know, <laughs> the one, one's a child. We don't, need <laughs> we can, we can just like toss the child. Like, we, I say we take this ship. I drain was it. This is a pretty nice ship. <laughs> drain it. <laughs> um, I was thinking along a similar vein, but we don't know the ins and outs of the ship. We don't know if this is the entire crew yeah. where other penguins may be hiding. I say we gather more information. Maybe we, you know, get we, and then, uh, you know, we got a fleet. We start making a fleet of vessels. You know, this is a good ship. You see what it did to the fucking tentacle monster? I did. I was there. Wait, I'm going to catch some sleep. I'm going to catch some sleepy pity time. But, uh, you know, maybe we talk about this in the morning, huh? Yeah. Cool. You guys can go for a long rest. Anyone else looking to do anything? Sky and just Braxton just having a little minute at one point after all the craziness has sort of went down. Just so Jorge wasn't real. No, son. Now, there's this movie that stars <laughs> space actor. What the fuck is he? Tom, Tom Hanks. Tim Hanks. Tim Hanks. There's a movie that stars. Uh, Known space actor Tom Honks. A very similar thing happens. So you're not the first person this has happened to God. where a volleyball starts talking to you. That's just mad. So it's like a manifestation of my cabin fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty wow. much it. Now I get the hunch that it maybe happened to Petey as well. Well, that uh, makes sense. He's even crazier than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um what I got you to do, Sky, yeah. is I need you to be my little sane boy. And I need you to keep an eye on Petey. Make my sure. little sane boy. <laughs> oh Niall's therapist, Doctor. <laughs> you know what, Mr. Mr. Braxton Belfire? I'll be your little sane boy. Excellent stuff. I like to hear it, son. Excellent. Excellent. Jorge wasn't real. <laughs> uh, Braxton, as you're sort of in this room, you can feel free to roll me a, a little, uh, just a perception check. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Um, you sort of look around um, just while you're sitting there. You can smell something. Um, it's weird because the smell itself and sort of all the notes of it on a dirty 20 are, are foreign to you. You've not smelled this sort of what you realise is perfume. 
as you see a sort of little open bottle of it on a counter um, you've not smelled that perfume before but there's like an air of sweetness to it and it's that sort of sweetness that is familiar so there's some sort of ingredient in this that perhaps that is familiar to you can I have a look at the bottle? Uh, you can have a look at the bottle um, it's a little purple bottle it's unlabeled mm. I get a closer sniff you give it another sniff uh, and it's that sort of thing where have you ever sniffed like fucking perfume or aftershave right up close yeah. it stings your nostrils it's horrible mm. you don't smell it better by being closer to it interesting some good fumes though um, can I have another like sort of just look around the room then yeah uh, you can roll me an investigation check uh, and anyone else can join if they're awake right now uh, it's like right, five what are you looking for Braxton well my nose picked up a scent and I want my eyes to follow it go <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Did anyone else get 20 in hand? Seven. Seven. Row, are you rolling anything just now? It's a two, so no, it's not. Row, you are on standby mode. Um, PA, you're sort of nodding off as the two of you, uh, Sky and Braxton, start sort of pilfering your way through uh, this missing person that's not here, um, their things. Um, you find a couple of things um, just sort of lying out on the table. Uh, they're sort of like hand-drawn sort of maps and everything like they'd said. Um, looking at it, they're not going to be very usable for you to find anything like home or anything like that. It doesn't chart a sort of end of the river or like back to where you guys had been. Um, you do see in the centre of the map a large sort of rock is drawn, um, labelled the Outcast Comet. Um, and it seems to have been like circled a couple of times, uh, but there's no sort of context for that. Um, lying next to it, you find an old and rusted watch. Um, there's sort of small holes in its face um, that on your sort of conjoined rolls there um, probably would have held like jewels at a point. Like this, this has been like sort of diamond encrusted and someone's took the jewels out of the watch. Um, you have a little look at that there and there is an inscription on the back and the inscription reads property of Captain Orion on the back of the watch. Mm. Oh, shit. Damn. We've met a few people so far with that name. The captain of the first ship we were on, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've met one person with okay, that. Yeah. But there was like other, we found notes, other notes to do with people who yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. the, the f- I believe just to, to be to break uh, to break character and jump out here, the 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 um the thing that you had found, I don't know whether you've shared that with the rest of them, um just for the viewers, but that would that was uh, Captain Orion's father, Deadless Orion. You'd sort of watched a pre recorded meeting um through someone's memories of that um role. Oh, okay, yeah, so we had, yeah, I had shared this information with them before via, like, projection, and then also we had watched, like, the, after the whole hip thrust fiasco, he also, like, his origin story was, like, he was, like, turned down by Daedalus Orion as well. Cool, yeah, so you guys all already sort of know that the Orion sort of family um, owners uh, of Deadless Corp, this sort of like big evil space technology corporation type thing, um, a very vague thing that sort of do everything um, because everyone knows that makes a good sci-fi uh, company <laughs> as they do, a very vague task. Um, they're sort of tied to the river in some way. Um, Captain Orion had a journal in his thing that, you know, just before you went in that, that seemed to be covered in strange writings and stuff that may also be connected to all of this. Um, the final thing you find um, in a small lockbox tucked away, uh, sort of under a pile of clothes, sort of inconspicuous, um, opening that lockbox up, you find a little heart-shaped locket made of pure gold. 
on the front of the locket two kissing skulls uh, emblazoned in sapphire jewel um, immediately this has an air of magic to it but it's unclear right now uh, what it does unless anyone would like to take the time to either tune or try and identify it did I prepare that spell? It's fine. Petey the spellcaster? What? Yes. No, I didn't. I've got mending, though. I could probably get one HP back to the ship at a point. A lover's locket. Sounds like a... Uh, I could try to attune to it, but that takes like a while, right? Um, either of you or anyone that's... We're resting sp- anyway, aren't we? We're resting yeah, anyway. Yeah. You guys could even roll an arcana check just to sort of see... Sure. What it... Try and see if you can decipher what it does. 25. 25 uh, on a 25 there's sky um you have a, a sort of look through this yeah you've seen actually things like this before and very similar pieces of jewelry um this talisman uh, is known as the talisman of shared agony um i'm just going to explain to you how this works right now um if a creature uh, around you within 90 feet fails its last death saving throw or outright dies, uh, you can use the talisman to try to compel death to let them live. Uh, basically, that is you make a charisma saving throw. Um, the DC, um, I would tell you at the time, um, on a success, your HP max is permanently decreased by the number of that DC, while the creature gains regains that amount of hit points. On a fail, uh, your HP max is decreased by the amount sort of uh, equal to what you rolled um, and the creature dies. The talisman is one use only, so you can only use it once. So you either fail or you don't fail, um, and either way you're losing some health on that uh, permanently. Um, as you guys sort of discover everything important in the room there, you guys all get a long rest, um, and after a little time there's a, a sort of knock on the door. You see... All four of the penguin crew standing politely before you, um, tucks carrying four bowls of piping hot soup uh, spread across his large flipper arms. Uh, and Skipper speaks up uh, and he says, uh, Do you mind if we come in? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, this is your ship. Soup it up. They all sort of waddle their way in and sort of find places to sit around you. Tux begins handing out the soups. And he says, I, I hope you enjoy. Uh, it was it was my mum's uh, special recipe. Made me big and strong. Uh, she hands that all out to you. Would you all like to eat the soup? I, I really a, hope it tastes good. I eat a double portion because he seems swole. You eat a double portion. Does everyone else eat? Ro, you could probably... Eat it. Just neck it back, yeah. You neck it back. It's not giving you a lot of nutrients. But what's, what's this guy's name? Tux, like a tuxedo. So a tuxie. What is he? You do a lot of free weights. Well, right now I'm doing a sort of push pull leg split. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Back when I was in a plasmoid high school, I uh, I, I benched two twenty five. You, you benched two twenty five. Yeah. You. That's really good for a beginner. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do a lot of cardio now, you know, I do a lot of jogging. Yeah, yeah. What's your 5K? Hmm? What's your 5K time? I don't do a lot of 5K. I've got little legs, you see, I'm not much of a runner. Yeah. <laughs> little penguin legs, you know. That's why I don't do Yeah, that. you know. <laughs> you know, when you're short, it makes it lift a lot easier. you got less of a range of motion, you know, it's not as... Just saying. Uh, for everyone that ate the soup, this sort of greenish soup with multiple fish heads floating in it, um, you all can add a plus <coughs> one... Uh, to your strength. Whoa. Permanently. Permanently? Permanently. 
That puts me up the double fire. potion doesn't do anything for you, Sky. Sadly, oh. it only does it once. It's funny. Oh. I, uh, when I dissolve my bones, I lost the plus one to strength. So I've now you grow your bones back. So I've now went. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter because it's still an eleven, which gives me no <laughs> <laughs> um, no benefit. As you sit there, um, Skipper sort of speaks up and he says, uh, "Earlier, you'd asked me about uh, the captain." Um, I'd kind of like to speak to you about that if that's if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We're we're more than happy to fix your ship, of course, no charge at all. But well, we'd be most enthused if you could well give us some help. You see, <clears throat> our last job, uh, a heist, if you will, uh, was supposed to be an easy plunder, but things well it didn't go to plan. Uh, a comet that wasn't far from here, the outcast. Uh, was rumoured to have an ancient temple buried somewhere on its rocky face, <coughs> full of jewels. Excuse me, I've got a bit of a cough, a space <laughs> space cough. <laughs> we pulled up alongside a very easy scene as the, the thing hasn't hadn't moved for many decades. Uh, captain Iceheart, uh, our, our captain, decided to go first and make sure it was safe. Uh, uh, captain hadn't taken. Ten steps before the thing decided to wake up again. Uh, zoomed away from us like a whippet. Uh, you might have seen it in the area. Bright white. Zooming around. Uh, Wait, so the comet stopped. It, it was it was like, uh, it was going and then it like stopped. The darndest thing. And it, kept, and it kept going again. It did indeed. It's mad. Uh, your captain, he was another penguin? Uh, she. She. She wasn't a penguin, no. She's uh, she's an elf. An astral elf. Right, I was thinking there because um, we got a lot of... A lot of big stuff here. So, uh, you know, we were confused. We saw, like, you know, big dress, big robes, that kind of thing. So. It's not not for a big penguin. It's for I, I, I'll be honest. I was really hoping you had, like, an emperor penguin in the crew. I love Oh, no, the emperor penguin's back at Penguin HQ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we can help you out, Skipper. Yeah. It's the least we can do. Well. We reckon the captain's still alive on there, and if you could help with the rescue effort, well, thank you very much. That would be that would be fantastic. Um, there is a, a catch to it, though. The comet is still moving, um, and I, I, well, we haven't the, the darndest idea how to get on that. Well, you just gotta, I guess, match the speed that it's going. Might help if you had a very fast cyborg pterodactyl in your uh, in your immediate vicinity. Do you have a jetpacks? I'm going to make a roll for that, actually. I want to see if they have tiny little penguin jetpacks. Yeah, we've got tiny little <laughs> penguin jetpacks. <laughs> yes, that was not pertinent to anything. I, w- I just wanted to know if you had tiny jetpacks. We could fit the tiny jetpacks on a, the back of the bird so it can go faster. Sure, Sam. I mean, it's fucking crazy, but sure. You guys can do that. <laughs> yes. um, you call Meadow across, um, and you guys can get to work on that pretty well. You notice that the Penguin crew, the crew of the Rock Hopper, are uh, very handy with like tools and shit. They've pretty much entirely fixed your ship by now, oh, um, nice. and within like maybe five minutes, they've got the jets up and running on Meadow. Uh, and you see, they've also just done a little bit of work on her. She's looking a little bit more sprightly than mm. she was uh, previously. Can I feed her some of uh, Braxton's bread? You feed her some of the bread, and, and she some says, of the penguin soup. And some of the penguins. Oh, in fact, wait, is it penguin soup or is it soup? No, it's soup, ba- soup made by penguins. Okay. Soup made by okay. penguins. Okay, right, good. Okay. Okay. Soup made by penguin for penguin. Um, <laughs> as you feed it to, uh, to Meadow, you see she looks to heal a little bit. Some of the sort of old sort of scars and stuff sort of weathered and, and sort of rejuvenate. A wee scratch under it. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> so you guys are about to set off here, uh, trying to get on the comet. Is there anything you'd like to do before you go? Um, is there anything else, do you think, on the ship that we might need to bring with us? Uh, should we bring the spacesuits? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah, we need them. So run, grab the spacesuits. Yep. Um, yeah. Sky would like to pull out the compass that he's entirely forgotten about in his madness over the last while and just give it one little one little flick open and, and, and see where its finger points. Um, its finger points directly at Meadow. Mm. Uh-huh. I'd like to cast Enhance Ability on Meadow. What's, uh, what's the stat I'm best to buff here for her? Um, in terms of trying to get yeah. on to the thing, I would say probably dexterity. Yeah, I'll, bust, I'll uh, buff her dexterity. Cool, you buff her dexterity. She's even looking even more sprightly here. She's like primed and ready to go. It's like you've just fucking filled her with train. She's done a line of gear. <laughs> She's done a line of fucking prop. Can I, <laughs> can I cast uh, Speak with Animals? Uh, you can indeed. And just check it. I've n- never... You know, oh my I, God, you've never spoken to Meadow before. This is going to be... Yeah, so this wow. is uh, Josh is going to have to figure out on the spot <laughs> what metal sounds like. It's going to be canon. Hello, father. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to make a roll. I'm going to roll for it. I'm going to roll. What if she hates you, man? Genuinely? Yeah. Like, not just PE. Like, Niall will be upset. I rolled an at 20. Um, <laughs> what do you say as you, you roll to speak? What do you say to her? Um, I'm going to push my con- accordion together and back and try and make some nice notes. And. Um, Hey, how you doing? Um, I, uh, I'm not I'm new to this uh, magic music thing, but uh, I just thought I'd say, check in with you. How you doing? Make sure it's all right that we uh, hop on your back and we go for a fly. Petey, baby, <laughs> you know it's all right with me anytime, papa. 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 I, I, never, I never had a kid before. Well, you still don't. <laughs> I'm a pterodactyl, Petey. Come on. I ain't your real kid. I see you more like a father figure. That makes me more happy than you can possibly know. Um, I'm going to reach and give her a big hug. Just you reach across and give her a big hug and she says, you know, I'm almost five times your age. You're a good kid. Yeah, I'm oh. an even better father figure. Ah, stop it. Now get on my back. All right, I'm going to throw my leg up and hop on. You guys all start climbing on and you speed off. <laughs> Meadow flaps her wings and takes flight. Uh, the penguins all line up a line and like salute you. Um, so, so one of them says, Yarr, Godspeed, gentlemen, or whatever you believe in out in space. Um, before we go, can we ask if any of them want to come? You can ask. I kind of like Meadow kind of floating, keeping pace with the ship as it's going. Any of you guys want to hop on? Not in your fucking life. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, can I cast friends on one of them and try and get them to come? <laughs> We're not going to convince one of them. They, <laughs> they don't, don't want to die. What about uh, the little kid? <laughs> um, you guys Bring speed off. You guys, <laughs> you guys speed off here. Um, how are we doing this? How is it you want to... I think we just start to like make pace behind it and just start charging after it I guess yeah. so I am going to make some rolls here for Meadows you speed through the atmosphere sort of tracking uh, you can see the comet sort of moving in the distance um, 
conferring with the penguins, we're sort of able to track where you might be able to intercept it. Um, I'm going to make three dexterity checks for Meadow here. Um, do I have advantage on that because of your enhanced ability? Is that what that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, cool. I'll be two seconds as I roll that. So the DC, she has to get a, a median um, or an average of uh, 15 to. So she has to beat 15 on two of them. First one beats 15. Yes. On a 19. Second one does not beat 15 on a 14. So just that beat 15 on this one. As you guys pull up alongside, sort of flame is coming off this, like stinging the wings as she's trying to like sort of pierce through that sort of atmospheric pressure that would be on the top of it. Uh, it beats 15. Yes. <laughs> She gathers some of this newfound strength in the soup and pierces through that atmospheric layer of fire and stuff as you guys sort of shield yourself and are able to get through that without taking any major damage. As you fall sort of into the gravity of this large comet and you start coming down and down and down, you hit the surface and as you dismount from Meadow, you feel that the gravity here is a whole lot heavier than you're used to on the ship or on, on planets and as you move, your feet are laboured uh, with every step. You look around and you see emptiness, dark rock, sort of jagged cliff faces all around you. You look into the distance and you see shining on the top of a cliff face a blue light as you sort of focus in on it and the dust around you settles you see what looks like a tower old and jagged standing alone on this comet and that's all we have time for today Ooh. oh thank you very much everyone that's tuned in thank you very much to our wonderful wonderful cast um please if you don't already follow us on instagram i don't know why you wouldn't but give us a follow on that and twitter we're very and facebook pretty, we promise we're very hot and pretty and you yeah. can see our funky tattoos uh, that only some of us have and um, the rest <laughs> are very butthurt about that um, <laughs> if you like the podcast today if it's your first time listening uh, we will be releasing again in two weeks time two weeks time we will be releasing the very next episode so you can tune in then and find out what happens next on the lonely cosmos See ya. Bye. Bye.